Joe, what do you call a cheap circumcision? I don't know. A ripoff. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh! Oh! Joe, what do you call a nanny with breast implants? Hmm, I don't know. I swear if you say, hon. Uh, 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 a faux par. A faux pair. That's what I said. No, you did not. I'll play back <laughs> the tape. I don't, don't, don't do that. I, I can't take any more of this. <laughs> and, and I mean everything. With that said, hello, everybody. This is Jacques. And this ray of sunshine is Joe. And this will be maybe an abbreviated version of Carnival Personnel because we might just run out of steam. Joe might get his wish or... The battery could die. Yes. Just, just Can't it, wait. Just let it run. I am not switching out this battery. I'm getting every minute I can out of these batteries because they cost money. And I'm not just going to throw it away. Oh, you don't want to lose out on the deal. So I'll give you the 2020 Chromebook update. Uh, homeschooling. Oh, not homeschooling. Sorry. Remote learning, as we talked about last week, had started. This was this pat last week was the first full week and um Joe Lowell's Lowell, the city of Lowell, the great city of Lowell has had some challenges. It continued from the first couple days and the first week we talked about all through this week. Pretty soon yeah. Lowell is going to be having that caption as seen on 60 Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's Simpsons the only joke. thing worse than not giving a child, one of these piece of shit Chromebooks, as you so eloquently pointed out last week. No, what is it? Uh, is this uh, another joke? Oh. Uh, be, going through two weeks of school and not having enough of the crappy Chromebooks to give to students. Oh, my God. And like I said, you only had seven months to figure this shit out. So I'll just bring you a quick update. Uh, luckily... Our boys are doing okay. We don't have connectivity problems on our end, but one of the two sons' teacher is having all kinds of problems because I, I think she's she's an older lady who's trying to learn the tech as she goes, and gosh bless her, but I think um, I can hear the modem dialing up sound that I haven't heard in 25 years. You've got mail. <laughs> we do we're not a step away from that but some of our friends one of the boys friends just got his chromebook on thursday one of them just got it on friday after school so that they can set it up over the weekend and i think they got their chromebook because the mom went to the school with a pitchfork and uh, and you know the the village people following her behind to 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 burn the monster even the her, indian her daughter her daughter was uh fourth on the waiting list to get a seat she was one of the people who didn't get you know a seat at the table and uh but was fourth on the waiting list and a friend of theirs who was fifth on the waiting list got in and the mother went down to demand why her daughter got skipped over and it was an honest mistake see her daughter was fourth on the list to get a seat for third graders at the school. Fun fact, her daughter finished the third grade last year and is now a fourth grader, and they had her on the wrong list. But at least she didn't have a Chromebook, so they're like, oh, well, we'll try to figure that out next week. But here, take a Chromebook and please don't burn the village. Right. Wow. <laughs> you know, Crazy. You know, so, hey, at, so least how, you're, you know, at least you're not Lawrence. 
And I don't know, I don't know what's going on there. I just know that they have some problems. They, you know, and again, so many cities like Lowell hit it out of the park last spring with no notice, made the best of a shitty situation. And I'm very grateful and thankful for what they cobbled together April, May, and June. I truly am. And as great as a job they did with no time to plan, <laughs> they've done an exact, you know, 180 with all those months to get the shit together. So that's a. Uh, that's our Chromebook 2020 update. Who's running Over. the Who's running the Lowell School? Me. <laughs> how how have, uh, so your your little guy? Uh, he had his first full week with two visits into school. I think it is. Is that how you guys are doing the hybrid system? Yeah, this last week he had a whole five days. Of, oh, he goes every day for it's a week off, like a week on, a week off, a week on. For about six weeks, and then it's once a, one week a month until you know there's a vaccine. <laughs> so <laughs> this was his exploratory week because he's going to a tech school. So he got to do a bunch of cool shit. He he wired some electrical wiring for like a light bulb. He uh, he he drove a tractor. He uh, he 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 rode a I think I think he operated a bobcat. I'm a. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I mean this. That's awesome. He also great for him. He also uh, wired a Chromebook, so that was I don't know. I just wanted that's to probably the easiest thing, <laughs> right? Right. What did he hit the on switch? Yeah, thank you. There's two wires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what else did he do? Yeah, he, there's a yeah. There was a, there's a lots of fun stuff to do at these tech schools, and it uh, yeah. You know, so far no one coughed, no one uh, sneezed. Um, Although, I do want to say that there was an incident in our town um, where uh, an elementary school teacher came down or tested positive for COVID, and they had to send people home for a couple of days until they got the test and they all clear. Or, I don't know, maybe they, they had a fever or something like that. So it was one of those scares. I don't know if it was an actual positive case, because I don't read. Well, I actually have a fever what's, the, the, only prescription what's the prescription <laughs> it's more cowbell <laughs> <laughs> never mind i'm not gonna do my Christopher i put walking. on my pants like everybody else one leg at a time and then i make gold records baby <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna bang the hell out of this cowbell that's a great sketch we should all watch it instead of listening to this so yeah you know, there's incidences instances of uh, COVID popping up every now and then in our great state. Uh, even though we're flattening the curve, doesn't mean we've eliminated it. It's just flat. You know, it's just at a low uh, low tide right now. We're at low tide, <laughs> and let's hope we stay that way. Joe, do you consider me a cat person? The only right answer is no. I uh, I. I consider you to have cat-like reflexes. Well, I would say that I do have the reflexes of, let's say, three, two, two of our 11 cats because they only have three legs. We have <laughs> two. But if you think about it, let's face it, like that's just like. 12, 13% of our cats are only deformed. Um, I will make a a tough story really short-ish, but then I will give a nice shout-out. And by shout-out, I mean 
F you to one all-star Tommy. Um, remember how a little while back we had a neighbor that I was telling my son, hey, I don't feel comfortable you going over there. Once you told me he was dropping the N-word and I talked to them about it and they got upset that we talked to them about it. So we're going to we're going to kind of pull back a little bit. Said said gentleman has uh, uh, now now in custody, uh, but before being put in custody, we got the phone call saying, hey, we got to get out of Dodge, the mom and the three kids, and one of our three cats just had a litter, and we know we've had our differences, but is there any way that you could take care of our cats, two of which we want back, the kittens you can, you know, Drowned in a pond or give away. She didn't say drowned in a pond. And the mama cat, you know, well, she keeps having kittens. So uh, we're done with her. But when we figure out where we're going to live after we get out of the shelter, we we like two of the uh, eight cats back. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and so as we speak and and just a couple weeks ago, we got the three legged cat and the three legged dog from guitar. I mean. That's how much it costs to fly those things out of there, a paw and a leg. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so so I was, you know, on did my you hit text. the applause button on that. I did. No, that, that's Hold it up to the audience. mic next time. I had, a, I had to pick it out of the ambience. Audience. Uh, but I was, I was talking with, you know, or, or texting. You, you know, talking? We don't talk. Texting with our good friends, you know, our, our entire audience, Biff, John, and All-Star, and about things in the world have gone sideways and all-star points out you sound down you know maybe you should get yourself a cat (laughs) (laughs) and biff was quick to point out uh i'd like to point out that wasn't me (laughs) so save your (laughs) i hate you right this week for all-star tommy so anyways so what i'm saying joe if you want a cat we have cats with Three legs. <laughs> we have kittens. We have. You're like brown. the Cal Worthington of cats. We <laughs> yeah, got dude. we got stumpy cats. We got fat cats. Short cats. <laughs> tall cats. We got pole cats. Which brings us to how uh, you're running a regular cat house over there. Oh, <laughs> oh. How uh, how uh, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it, Joe. I'm gonna say it. How shitty the Emmys were this year. I, I forgot they were on. Until how, the very how, end. How how shitty the Emmys were this year. Um oh oh right. How shit. Joe, 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 did you catch him? Did you watch any of him? Cause cause they were the Emmys were really shitty this year. It was um Yeah. I wonder if you can hear me creak <laughs> from that joke. <laughs> Hold it, hold it up to the mic this time. You get to put the mic over towards the studio audience. Can we just get through this segment? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Joe. Joe has been pushing me towards the uh, the light for a while about the Chris Elliott driven shit creek. Um, I think it was on IFC Channel forever. No, it was on. It was a Canadian show that was imported to the Pop Cable Channel. Wow. And then, yeah, so it basically went virtually unseen for five years until Netflix picked up the last, you know, season or when its last season finally dropped. Um, But, yeah, it's now on Netflix and now everybody's seen it and they're like, oh, this should have won Emmys 
years ago. Hey, let's I mean, give all the Emmys to them now. I'm bummed that the last season of, you know, The Good Place didn't, you know, got shut out. And it's one of those things. It's like they always say the cliche thing, but it's true. I mean, they got nominated for like five or six major ones. You know, Maya Rudolph, I really wish would have won one because she was just epic in her role. Wait a second. Maya Rudolph won two Emmys this year. No, no, but not for Good Place. Like, I, she won them for other things, but uh, not for the Good Place. Oh, oh, is it just for SNL and um, Big Mouth? Okay. Yeah. So she didn't win one. For, oh, so you're upset that she didn't win three Emmys? For, for that one, no. But, but, but staying on Shit Creek, they did. They cleaned up. And... They won most of the major ones, like Best Actress, Best best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting. And Eugene Levy's son, is it? Is it oh, Dan Levy. Think, it, it is Dan. I was going to say Dan. I'm like, wait, what is this character's name? What is his name? Not the jazz guy. But he was great. <laughs> Very well. Well done. <laughs> Stupid. Well done. No, well done. He, But he was. And, and I've heard, you know, all his, you know statements and what he put out on Twitter and other things. It was nice that they were able to all watch it together as a family because his sister, Yuji Levy's daughter, is also on the show. Um, I don't think she won an award, but Dan Levy won for, I think he won. It's funny because I think he won for he, like writing, right? He, he won four Emmys. He, he won four Emmys. And I think it was a Hollywood reporter or some major publication in in the area said, you know, congratulations on his three Emmys. And he goes, goes, I feel really bad. This is very un-Canadian like of me to do this. But when am I ever going to get a chance to make this correction? Uh, thank you. But it was actually four. Right. So he won it for, I believe, like directing an episode, writing an episode. Is he a producer on the show? So he automatically, like if it wins right. best show. He's going to so get an Emmy best for show, yeah. Best show, acting, writing, and you know, so he did, right? And, and directing, so he he himself swept the Emmys. Yeah, um, good for Dan Levy. And it is we we just started season three. Season one was good. Season two was great. People say it even gets better, but I kind of checked out after season one. I got to say, I have to catch up. I I, I I will honestly say, season two, um, you're going to like this. You're going to laugh at me and say oh i thought you were woke for such a woke person you are so unwoke uh, something happened in one of the episodes in season two and the term pansexual came up to which my wife then explained it to my 10 year old you know what it was and it was one of those things she's good at not over explaining it you know answer the question asked just like being deposed. Answer the question that was asked. Mom always had a way of saying things that I could understand. <laughs> Thank you. Don't answer the question that you think is going to be asked next. Don't over answer the question like I tend to do. And she explained it. And I sat there not saying a goddamn thing to this very moment. And I'm thinking, oh, so that's what it means. Oh, so it's not sex with a pan, dummy. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm like, I was like, oh, so it's just. Basically, saying bisexual is so 2017. Bisexual is too limiting. Pansexual is, if you're a consenting adult, game on. Right. Which, you know, and the way I was thought of it, it's like, okay, if a guy likes a dude and guy likes chicks, there you go. Nothing. But also, if a guy likes a dude who likes to dress as a woman, 
then and, and, and considers herself a woman or likes to have sex with a woman who likes to dress like Murphy Brown, <laughs> then who considers herself that. And I'm like, okay. I am that guy in the Patton Oswalt routine about this where I checked out two or three letters ago. I wish everybody the best, and I, I put everybody's sexual preference in the category as I don't give a fuck. You do what you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else, as long as you know livestock children aren't involved and it's consenting. Have at it. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, God – and, and – Anything in the fruit and vegetable categories, have at it. Right. All good. You know, furries, straight, bi, pan furries. Snuff. You oh, wait. <laughs> okay. So here's the law. <laughs> <laughs> and this is me. And then Joe. Hello. Joe, you know, actually, you know. I'm social. From the rear. I'm just social Hello. distancing there. That's all. <laughs> but But seriously, it was like. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But it's like and and we've had this conversation several months ago when I was on the first phone call with that volunteering that I was doing and people were introducing themselves as, you know, hi, my name's Karen. She, her. And and, and it threw me because I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, right. it's like, my name's Jacques. Uh, Last name's Lambert. <laughs> I didn't, you know, and I didn't know that they. And it's funny because, you know, we, we <laughs> the wife and I have a friend who is now, and I don't, I don't know all the right terms, but she was saying. So I told them I'm going to miss them. They had she had dinner with one friend, but the turn is they them, and I'm like. Wait, is, <laughs> were, you, were you meeting with Sybil? Like, like, how does that work? Hi, my name is Jacques. Uh, my pronouns are I and me. <laughs> You're right. You know? Dude. First of all, I'm, you just learned what pronouns were like three weeks ago. Said, dude, yeah, you know, I between that pansexual and now this, right. it's like, you know, dropping right. some knowledge on me. Right. Uh, hey. I'll be honest. I'm 50. I don't want to learn new things. Like, yep. I, I, is it, isn't it okay? Those were the say, days. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want to come across like the ignoramus. I just don't care. Yeah, it, like, right. But I want to be respectful. I don't want to be J.K. You know, Rowling, who I guess is quadrupling down on mm, it. I guess absolutely. Like, no, no, going out of her way to, I guess, there's a movement where some feminist activists feel that transsexuals are corrupting the progress that they've been trying to make it's like can't and i mean this can't we all just get along i know right they think they're like they're stealing thunder or usurping or like you know janie come lately's you know right yeah or like you know is it is it in the realm of like cultural appropriate i don't know it's all right oh and i I talk about tv later i'll mention an episode that kind of talks to this but go on yeah but i am I'm, i'm trying to be woke i'm trying to be current at the same time i don't give a fuck about you know, where you put your dick as long as the object you were putting your dick in was totally cool with it. Right. Right. Including a freezer. Hey, if I knew it was going to be that kind of party, I would have put my dick in the mashed potatoes. (laughs) That's like your, there's nothing in the rule book that an elephant can't pitch. You got to work that line in somehow. Uh, So it turns out that Supergirl's kryptonite is being canceled. Yeah. 
That's too bad. She's not being canceled. I mean, but it's not being canceled. She's not. I mean, how long can a girl be a girl until she becomes a woman? And she's now pregnant, so they just started shooting season six, and they're going to have to shoot around her her, uh, her super belly, or at one point, or her they can CG boobs. that shit out. I think, but it, you know, it is. It's like you know, you're canceled, and. Uh, Nine months. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, so they're, so they're super thankful that they get to finish the way that they want and tell the story. The, the, I don't know if it's irony or it's just kind of funny, but there's a spinoff from that show. There's a new Superman driven show uh, about, you know, her cousin, Superman, who is going to, I'm not getting into the weeds about it, but there's a spinoff from the show that's just going to start next season. Okay. As this What's it called? So, uh, I don't, I don't even know. Okay. You, you might know if you Wait, got who's it. Who's the character? Uh, Superman and Lois. Uh, uh, huh? Yeah, no, it's super, Superman's oh. getting his own show. Oh, okay. I all right. I thought you. Thought, and, I thought and, there was like another relative. No, it's a Superman from this. This iteration. Oh, you know, right. Because this, this iteration versus bullshit. All right, I yeah. got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. But you know who hasn't been canceled? You know who's back? You know who's in our lives now? Uh, Steve Bannon. No? Rick Moranis. Uh, he, I'm glad that that's the right answer. <laughs> did, 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 see, did you see his epic return? Well, I think I introduced you to his epic return. Was it the Mint Mobile commercial from uh, Ryan Reynolds? So why am I here? <laughs> right. I'm just a big fan, Rick Moranis. Okay, I got to go. Bye. Thank you, Rick Moranis. <laughs> how great was that? Was I mean, good. how happy did that make you? Oh, very, very much so. So much that I actually forwarded it to you two weeks ago. And and and, and now we can 100% count on the uh, Ghostbusters coming back? Well, I, no, no. Uh, uh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Well, that's what I said to you. As I Wouldn't it be great to have a new Spaceballs with uh, Ryan Reynolds as Lone Star or like the son of Lone Star? You know, that'd be so great. Yes, I, w- I would double down on that, and I uh, I would probably fill the soundtrack of Spaceballs Two with as much Doobie Brothers music as I could legally get my hands on. <laughs> why would you? Eat, why would you make such an esoteric reference like that? What, is that oh. is that a clumsy segue to another topic? Oh, oh, is that what I've done here? Uh Yes, our our beloved Bill Murray has got a kind of funny uh, cease and desist letter from the legal, you know, the legal eagles over at Team Doobie Brothers because I guess as much as you and I like a lot of Bill Murray's works, uh, neither one of us has bought one of his golf shirts. He has a new line of like him, one of him and his 19 brothers has started a line <laughs> of golf shirts. And in one of their commercials, which I don't remember seeing it, you know, do they play on closed circuit television inside pro shops? They go to Dick's Sporting Goods. You see I think them? they, I think they play on beepers. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but he used Doobie Brothers song, and you know, the, the lawyer wrote a very tongue-in-cheek, you know, pun-driven, you know, email, but which he said the only person who uses more Doobie Brothers music without paying for the rights is President Trump. Nah. Who he knows, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, is that really the guy you want to be? Right. Comparing uh, yourself to, right. Seriously. And then the lawyer, the lawyer was asked in an interview that I saw, 
You know, it's like, you know, is this personal? He goes, no, actually, he paid to be in a like one of those celebrity, you know, fundraising things. And he was in, you know, one of the groups with Bill Murray, who he said was absolutely hysterical the whole day. So he goes, yeah, I like the guy. My job's to make sure my clients get, you know, the royalties for their music when people use it in commercials. Yeah, I mean, he's basically like um, Johnny in Cobra Kai when he does the commercial for like, <laughs> right. it's like, don't we got to buy the rights to that? No, 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 I got it for, I got it on my uh, cassette in my car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I paid for it. I, I paid for it on iTunes. He paid $2. Oh, he didn't, he, no, he didn't even say iTunes. What are you talking about? He doesn't know what iTunes was. Oh, that's true. Um, speaking about being paid, I guess the winner, and, and not that you and I would ever care about this, but... I guess it's now becoming public knowledge that the million dollar prize for winning America's Got Talent, it's a million dollars. They just pay it out over 40 years. Is it 40 years? I thought it was 20. No, it's like 25. It's it's an annuity. And we all those millionaire shows are like, except for like, you know, um, I think who wants to be a millionaire? You can take the lump sum. But, uh, yeah, most of those million-dollar shows or talent shows are, like, in annuities. And, uh, yeah, it takes a long time. Why? What, what, so what made you uh, zone just, in on that? It's just, just uh, somebody won it the other night. I don't know. I don't watch it. But then the big story is, like, yeah, they make this big deal about the glowing suitcase and the million dollars that they open up. And it's like, here's your million dollars. Hold on a second. Right. <laughs> you know? A dollar a year for a million years. Sidebar, <laughs> uh, that is a good way to get, if you have a credit problem, and so let's say you owe the gas company from like, you know, five years ago, like $5,000 and, and, you, and you can't pay it to keep it from going to collections. Yeah. You just send them like a dollar a month. It's like, yeah, I'm making payments and, uh, right. And you're just racking up the interest and, but it doesn't matter because you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's how you take the system down from the inside show. <laughs> We're on mad money all of a sudden. <laughs> um, so, so we're not going to, like, the world's awful. We're not going to talk about it a ton, but I thought a couple things that I just want to mention. Um, so Mark Mark Jones is part of the ESPN, to, uh, ESPN team that does, uh, you know, college football. Okay. And in light of the latest awfulness with the Breonna Taylor situation, guess espn pays for police detail from when you get to the stadium to you get to you know what i mean yeah you know, public person even in COVID, uh basically flat not basically flat out said yeah don't tell them to bother showing up like i, I i'd rather take my chances with a crowd than uh getting shot by a cop for feeling threatened by me in some way so hmm. don't spend the money I, I don't want a cop thing and the brianna Taylor thing, which at this point has been talked about by everybody. I think the Daily Show said it best because the only charge, one cop, and it was for like reckless endangerment for shooting like through the wall of the neighbor. Right. So basically, uh, you know, I think it was like the Daily Show. There was a couple good quotes. It's like, um, so had he shot her, all good. Right. The only the only cop that to have been charged with a crime was the one who missed. Yep. What does that tell you? And then I think it was a daily show again that said, so basically drywall 
means more to the grand jury all walls than a human matter. life. All wall than a human life. So while you say all walls matter, as Joe and I are recording this, I'm I'm planning for the worst, hoping for the best. Uh, I might be short some acquaintances. I don't really think friends, but maybe acquaintances and possibly some family members come the recording of this podcast if I find out that friends, family members participated in a white supremacy rally slash Trump rally in Wilmington this past Saturday. Mm. Like, I, 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 I need to find out. And it's one of those things where, um, Joe, I don't know if you know this, but, but I'm not on book face. And or Facebook is as the kids call it. You know why I'm not on on Facebook, Joe? I, I think I wrote you about it the other day. That's a story for something else. Um, but seriously, if I find out that you know, let's say maybe hypothetically a brother, one one of my brothers, maybe one of my brothers who's been a Trump supporter and lives in Wilmington goes to this. Maybe if he brings his son, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that my, you know, my, my dad would take a pass on it. He, he didn't take a pass on going to the Trump rally in New Hampshire in February, you know, pre COVID. Uh, well, well, it was pre our COVID. It was, it was post it, that, that rally was post the president telling, uh, Bob Woodward, uh, that it's really bad. Right. So, so it was post the president knowing how bad it was. Anyways, um, uh-huh. yeah. So if, if it turns out somebody says, oh, yeah, I saw your sister-in-law post this on Facebook. It's, um, well, mm-hmm. let's, let's look at the silver lining, Joe. Let's look at the silver lining. I buy fewer Christmas presents this year. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you know, if I'm worried about all the space on my phone. I can just delete a few contacts. Yep, yep. You know, you know silver linings. That 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 is what I'm looking about. You know, um, I can't I, I can't talk about the the Ruth Bader Ginsburg stuff right now. I still can't. It hurts too much. That she's gone, and what's going on? I will say, I will say, I thought it was enjoyable what you named the podcast last week because if you ask. Alexa to play it. It's like playing the latest episode of Carnivore Personnel. Beep. <laughs> I put an asterisk in the F word. <laughs> that but, wasn't but, even a podcast. But but I, I was no. I'm not. I'm not pretending. That's what it did. It right. Wouldn't say. Yeah. It, exactly. So, right. You know. So. Uh, so that's that's all I got for that. You know, you ready? You ready to talk some sports? Unless you unless you surprise me with a self indulgent theater that I didn't know about. Oh God, no! I don't have any self indulgent theater planned at all. Unless you just want to throw something out there, but I and it doesn't involve music or impersonations. Okay, how about some of your great ventriloquist work? Can you can <laughs> can you get the Woody doll from the stairs over your uh, left shoulder, and I don't know, make a mastery? I don't know. Uh, so uh, it turns out, uh, you know, a couple a couple uh, non non gridiron uh, patriot notes is uh, I guess James White's mom and dad were in a crash and his dad passed away just before because we got a text message you know last week before the seattle game from our friend uh friend of the podcast for now uh jim saying hey 
I just saw that James White is in a, uh, is on the inactive thing. What's going on? So that was a, a an awful kick in the pants to find out. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and remember how a year ago I might have been happy or at all affected by Robert Kraft being cleared of charges for his uh what was he, what was he charged with soliciting prostitution or something or like that? Getting yeah. his butt fondled by an Asian woman. I mean, right. But, but either way, he's been clear to that, and and I see that news headline, and I'm thinking, or as the New York Post put it, he got off. <laughs> see, the only thing that I enjoy about that is the comedy that it writes. But honestly, things are just so awful. I'm like, okay, I I I really was fat unhinged about a billionaire guy getting you know I, 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 yeah i know right it's you're you're coming down from that 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 high that heroin high but it's oh you know i i will i and i do i think it's great that the nfl is at least pretending to care about covert somewhat and i think have labeled leveled some of its most hefty fines in a while at coaches who didn't wear masks on the sideline the last couple of weeks. Yeah, including expatriate head coach Pete Carroll. So that's what you get for winning. Sure, you won the football game, but you got a fine. It was like a hundred grand, right? Wasn't it like a steep? Yeah. It was pretty steep. No, th- these these are not cheap fines. Right. But let's face it, then the, coach, the teams are going to pay it. You know, the teams are going to pay it. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and you know, maybe a couple of the billionaire owners get together and, and they find a group on. They probably have like a big giant COVID jar. Like you know, oh man, you know, let's go back to the well. You know, he didn't uh, pull up his mask while the camera was on. You got to look for the red light, Pete. <laughs> the uh, what's interesting is. I don't know how soon they're going to do this, but at this point, at the dropping of this podcast, the the UCLA Bruins would have had played five games by now, four or five games, and the Pac-12 that did say, "Yeah, we're taking the year off," decided, "No, no, no, we're we're actually, even though all their classes are remote, and and we take COVID so seriously, we don't want kids coming to the campus and doing in-person classes." Um, and we're still going to play football because, uh, let's face it, we make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So the the Pac-12 just announced it's reversing its decision to suspend the season and uh, start playing some games. That's right. And I applaud them with my <laughs> tiny, tiny hands. Uh, he does not have tiny hands. He has pointed that out a number of times. I mean, you can't have tiny hands. And handle a brush that big to do a comb over that epic. You know, I mean, that that's the proof. Um, what do you got in video game world, Joe? Well, let's see. Um, actually, I've been, shockingly, going retro this week. On the Switch. Ooh. Yeah, I know. On the Switch, they have this thing where Nintendo will release these old school, like, Super Nintendo games that you can play if you have the online package. So, which I do because I'm not an idiot. And <laughs> there's a, a game that was only released in Japan called Mario Super Picross. This is so fucking nerdy, and I'm regretting even bringing this up. It's a it's a Japanese puzzle game that has Mario branding on it, but it's just a fun like it's not like Sudoku, but it's you have to. It's a logic puzzle, and I'm not going to get into the thing of what it's about, but it involves numbers 
and uh, chipping away a, a grid so that you uh, exp- you draw a picture, and that's how you solve the puzzle. And it gives you a little dopamine kick when you in, you know when you solve the puzzle and you feel superior to your other humans when uh, you solve a puzzle. So I am autistic, and I like it. Did it make you feel smarter than your tractor-driving son? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was under that tractor, I swear to God. (laughs) Uh, I get a text from my sister. Wait, we're talking my sister and gaming in the same sentence? Uh, She was driving through, again, the town of Wilmington, and and, there was no traffic because it wasn't being held up by the white supremacist rally at the time. On Friday, saying, why? And this is like at 7.30, 7.45 in the morning. She's like, why are there a dozen people outside of the GameStop sitting in chairs? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, right. Today is the day that you can pre-order the PS5. You can't get it. You can't get the PS5 today. But you can go to a GameStop and give them your money. So that you can then come back and give him more money November 11th? Something like that. Yeah, But it's not quite the story. I think we maybe talked about it last week and nobody cared. But the PlayStation 5 pre-order had actually been announced and then foolishly and stumbly, like released like it shouldn't like i think today was maybe like the, the official pre-order date but walmart when they heard the announcement a week ago that pre-orders right. were going to be available they were like oh well we have you know they had just had like a switch that they just flipped on their website and then they started offering pre-orders for the playstation 5 and then gamestop was like well fuck if walmart's gonna do it we gotta do it too and then people were like what the fuck so yeah, now I think there's, it, it, there's a little bit of a calm, but yeah, you can now officially pre-order the PlayStation Five. I don't know. I might. I'm. I'm. On, I'm looking at the Xbox Series X. I'm looking at that because oh, it's um jumping ship. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. The PlayStation Five. What was driving me to that was the Miles Morales Spider-Man game that was supposed to be exclusive to it. Then I learned, oh, no, there, there's going to be a PS4 version of it. It's not going to be as souped up as the PlayStation 5 version. And I'm like, oh, well, all right, well, we'll see about that. But the place, the Xbox Series X is cheaper, and it's backwards compatible with the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 and the original Xbox. Like, if you put in a disc... It'll download the digital copy, and then you'll be able to play, you know, old school Xbox games on your PlayStation Series X. So, and they also have like a payment plan. Like you can actually like rent or not rent. You can like lease. It's kind of a scam, but you can lease an Xbox Series X and get two years of their what their I think it's called Xbox Game Pass, where you have. access to like a hundred or hundreds of digital games, you know, for a monthly fee, but for 35 bucks a month for 24 months, which it's not, I mean, over, I mean, you look at the bottom lines. Oh, that means $850 at the end of the uh, day, but, or you could just buy the Xbox series. If you do the math, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, but well, the other, I don't know. I guess it's, yeah, it's, but you're getting the Xbox. You're getting the. You're getting not only the the hardware, but you're getting the 
the online premium pass. So it's like it, it's kind of a wash. You know, if you were to buy both of those things separately, I think because uh, I think in, if you didn't get the Xbox Series X, like that Games Pass thing was, I think like twenty four bucks a month anyway. You know, so. But but you're not going to movies anymore. You're not. You know what I mean. It's like right. It's, if that, if that's your life, if that's your hobby, honestly, everybody who plays F and H, I mean, you know, if the guys pulled the money that they saved for not going to F and H the last seven months, they could have bought the rink themselves in Valencia. <laughs> so so you're saying that that it might not be the pre-release of the. PS5 that had people lining up. So it must have been the fact that Troll Hunters, Defender of Arcadia that came out today <laughs> is, 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 is what those, those uh, gentlemen, and I'm pretty sure it was all gentlemen who were lining up uh, outside the GameStop in Wilmington. Right. Hey, man, that's sexist and accurate. <laughs> oh, so, so that's your gaming. Well, you know, wouldn't you buy that gaming system in a PS5 anyways? Because, uh, well, or... Right, I could buy the PS5 straight up, and I could also throw an extra 35 bucks a month towards my Xbox Series X Plus Game Pass, and then I will be the coolest kid in town, baby. And just hope that, that COVID lasts another two years like it will to make it worthwhile so you can actually play it. Then I, well, then I'll also have to save up for, I think, a, I, I think my TV upstairs or as I like to call it, my wife's TV, is 4K ready. But my Luzeum basement TV is not even a smart TV. It's yeah, not even a smart HDTV. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It was, I want to say it was three years ago, we had a video game birthday party for my then turning 10-year-old. My oldest kid was turning 10. And we... Had like a PS3, a PS4, the the Switch, like all their systems. I think we might even were gonna borrow a PS4 from you, and we we hadn't bought our house yet, and we were at my mom's. I went to, I think, I think, I think, I, 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 I we looked at getting one of those trucks, those gaming trucks, those you know the yes, flatbed trucks. I've been in those, yeah. It, it, honestly, it was. I want to say it was like 450 bucks, 500 bucks for a two hour window. Mm. And it's all cool. But I, I remember saying to management, it's like, fuck that. I will just go to buy, you know, the Target and buy a couple cheap TVs, which is what I did. Got these, you know, 24 inch, like the, you know, yeah. the 24 inch TV. It, look, it, it, it's for the party. It says one lasted, you know, in the clubhouse forever. One we left at my mom's house for when the boys went over. It was worth it. Yeah. Flash forward to now, I had to buy a mouse, um, and I was in Best Buy the other day, and I tell you, it was awesome. It was awesome because when you get in there, there's somebody meets you at the front door, and says, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. Oh, I want to buy this. Okay, you, and looks over. There's nobody in that section. You can go over. I mean, it. It was look I, the stores that are are having you take numbers to get in or like wait in your car until we, you know, signal you in Morse code or, you know, uh, but I've I done went... curbside pickup with Best Buy for a couple of times. And it's great. You know, you order online and you just, you know, pull up to the door and they're like, what are you here to pick up? They don't, you know, you just kind of tell them your name, you know, and what you look, what you were buying. And then you say, all right, here you go. 
In my case, I, w- I walked in to buy a mouse and they sent me over. There was almost nobody there, but I walked past. It almost looks like they're getting ready for the Black Friday displays coming out already. <laughs> and, dude, it's like – and you can now buy, I don't know, like yeah, 54-inch, 60-inch TV for what I bought that 24-inch one for a couple of years. And this one and, – and these are all 4K. They're all smart TVs. You know, I think you're – I think they have that extra input in there in case that's one of your sexual things yeah, that we right. talked about earlier. You want to <laughs> s- stick it in there. I, and, 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 and where the TV already comes, like with the internet on it, it's like two birds with one stone. Right. Uh, Is there something that flips out for the ladies? Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> don't don't judge, don't judge. Uh, but but seriously, it's like they're they're giving them away at this point. They're giving away flats. But here's you're losing you know, money not buying one, is what you're you saying. Re- you really are. Honestly, the TV that you have down there probably draws so much power. I know that by that what you would save and let's say three hours of <laughs> the flat tv i know i really do need an upgrade down here because i'll probably be living down here pretty soon and you know who knows we well you know i'm not telling you what to do with your life yes you are except you know keep doing the podcast please um <sighs> but i think you got to get a mini fridge down there I, i've been thinking about it for a while and I think it's time to... Uh, hey, man, you want to pony up the dough for the electrician to wire that extra circuit? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's wiring an extra circuit. I think it's rewiring the... Bo- is it called knob and tube? No, I almost said bulb and tube again. Is it Knob and it? tube. Yeah. I did. I got it right the first yeah. day. Um, I know. What are you watching? And I, I, I put it on the list, and I think you wanted to talk about this. I got two-thirds the way through it, but I haven't seen the rest of it. Oh, two thirds of the way through it. It's a forty-two minutes. Yeah, whatever. It's uh, it, it. What I turned you on to this because a notification came up in my Twitter that there are six days to air until the next South Park episode, which is going to be an hour-long uh, pandemic special, is what they're calling it. It's the first hour-long South Park episode ever, which is cool. And we haven't had a South Park in a while, but that reminded me of the documentary that uh south park did in 2011 right after book of mormon was nominated for all of these tonys and it was like the, the they were the bells of the ball and uh, it's called six days to air where they have a documentary crew that that basically documents the entire six days of production for their season whatever 15 episode uh, like the first episode of that season. And they had, uh, yeah, so their production schedule originally, like the first South Park episode was done on construction paper. It took them like two months to animate and it was ridiculous. And Comedy Central was like, yeah, we need to speed up this production schedule. Hey, you can make construction paper look like construction paper with computers now. And here's <laughs> how. So that's what they've been doing. And it's all computer animated and it's great. It's the funniest show on television. It's really good. And the uh, documentary basically breaks down, oh, well, you know, it used to be, you know, two months and then we broke it down to like a couple of weeks per episode. And now we have it down to six days where they literally are sitting in a a writer's room on, I don't know, was it Thursday or something? Starts on Wednesday. No. Wednesday's the air. Right, right. So it starts on Thursday, yeah. goes through the weekend. Right. It actually airs on Wednesday. Yeah, you're right. So the, it starts on a Thursday, and it's uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, 
Bill Hader was in this episode. Dude, that would that like, and and thank you for not like blowing giving me any heads up. No, Joe's like the great documentary. You know, it's on uh, it's on Netflix, right? It's on HBO Max, along with every every South Park episode. By the way, you 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 sent me the text. I I started watching it. I got like five minutes in, ten minutes in, and that's when the missus came in, and she's like, oh. Rewind this. I want to watch this. So we started watching it. We've been doing that stupid thing of getting up at 5.05 to go running. So we're both like, okay, it's 11. We'll watch the rest. But when we both saw Bill Hader, we did the zoinks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bill Hader. He's still on Saturday Night Live at the time. I think he was. Yeah. He was credited like Saturday Night Live cast member right. slash writer. Yeah, yeah. I think it was towards the end of his run on SNL. And he, uh, yeah, so he was just a writer there. Like, he doesn't do any voices, really. But uh, it's him. There's a, uh, a couple of other uh, writers. There's uh, Ann Garofino, who's the executive producer, uh, who kind of just sits in and goes, okay, this is what I have to go to standards and practices for. This is what I have to do to, like, you know, schmooze the network. No, nope. no, nope. you stop right there. So this episode that they, that they happen to be doing – because they they literally didn't know what they were doing. This 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 documentary starts in New York while they're opening up Book, Book of Mormons. Mormons, and then they come back. And this is day one. This is day one. Walking to the office, the new season. They have no idea what the episode's going to be that airs in seven days from now, and it becomes the human centipede one. Yeah. Now you will do the story justice by. Going over the phone call that this poor woman has to have. <laughs> right. So if you don't know what human centipede is, congratulations. Good. Yes. The, stop listening now. Please. And don't turn and, it on ever don't again. Don't ever turn it on ever again. But you, if you don't know what it is, you, you live a much better life than we do. But in order for me to tell the story, I have to explain what human centipede is. Oh, don't I? Ahead. Yes. Uh, so human centipede is this, was a screwed up... And it had a sequel, by the way. There was a Human Centipede 2. It's a horror movie about this weird doctor who cons these young people to basically be part of an experiment where he sews them to each other butt to mouth. And, um, yeah, it creates a Human Centipede. So the gist of the episode on South Park was that, have you ever read... read Nobody reads the iTunes update agreements, like the terms of agreements. Imagine if there was something really fucked up in there that you're just agreeing to. And the joke of the episode was that everybody read the terms of service except for Kyle, who (laughs) signed agree to iTunes updates. And one part of the terms is, yeah, you have to be part of this human centipede experiment. (laughs) But it's it's, it's called the human sent iPad. So (laughs) basically, it's like information gets fed to the mouth and then... He shits it into this fucking guy's mouth, and then this fucking guy's mouth, and then this fucking girl's mouth, and then it gets shit out into a cloud. <laughs> so it's this really gross thing that Ann Garofino now has to go to. She's the executive producer. She has to go to Stanford and practices and say, "Yeah, so right, so yeah, we're gonna say that it, it, there will be a sh- there will be a pooping involved. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, can we say?" 
Can we say shit? Or, you know, it was. I, I don't know that. Would you probably know well, verbatim well, what the? Because you have. She was here. saying it's like no, you 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 won't actually see any of the poop so far. And the drafts that they had, you don't actually see any of the poop. We might see it. We're going to try not to. We're trying to convince the guys not to. But as of because she's trying to get Clarence to move ahead. Here is the best part of the phone call. It isn't about this two-minute phone call trying to clear doing a centipede thing where one person shits into another person. At the very end, the woman says, and Happy Easter to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Easter weekend. And then they cut to the Easter like, celebration that they're having in the office. It's like, you know, they have candies. They have little South Park oriented peeps called South Peeps. And, and the whole the whole irony of there's no fucking God. Like, right. like, like, you look around, the fact that this show exists, the fact that people could think of something like this, and it's just her holding. It's like, yeah, happy Easter to you. Because you can't not say it. You can't say, you know, don't tell me to have a happy Easter, <laughs> you know, burning out. You know, yeah, happy Easter to you, too. Right. I mean, they're all very nice people. So the, the rest of the documentary is, okay, not only is, are they brainstorming on thursday and then kind of formulating it on friday they're starting on animatics which are the like uh, key frame like storyboard animations and trey and matt once they start i guess once they work out a scene then they start like they go right to the booth and they're in the booth together and they're they're doing the voices um you know they're recording dialogue to the animatics and then the animators that are in house that you basically go right down the hall, they're working with the animators about like you know okay we want uh, you know you know make the the guy in front do a double take when he's talking to Kyle who's you know attached to him behind him um, you know do this do that and you can see how the sausage is made and it's friggin' fascinating uh, and this is like ten years ago so like they're probably leaps and bounds beyond that and they're even saying like you know finally the technology in 2011 has caught up to the speed of how fast they can, like how fast they work, you know? So it's like, as soon as they come up with an idea, if they want to do a rewrite, then they can, you know, it used to be like, you know, like the Simpsons, you, they do hand-drawn animation and it takes like, you know, six to nine months to make an episode. Whereas here they have all the elements in the program and the computers aren't like super computers. They're just like off the shelf IMAX. Off the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. And again, eleven years ago, what, what has the Mac, you know, the MacBook Pro done for in the last nine years as far as technology? Right, right. So, um, yeah, and it's just fascinating to see like how they actually do the voices, you know, because you know he doesn't talk like this all the time. He kind of slows it down a little bit, and he talks like this. And then they go in afterwards and kind of modulate the voice. Although I can do a pretty good Cartman. <laughs> I love the fact that they were cracking each other up in there when they were talking. When they had the exchange between the Japanese guy at the front of the centipede. And Kyle. And the Japanese guy is giving him, oh, I can have. The- do you want the... The sushi or the... Uh- <laughs> with, 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 with asparagus. With asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, vanilla ice cream. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, the vanilla ice cream. <laughs> okay. I believe in you. <laughs> there it comes. <laughs> Kairu. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And they're Beth. cracking each other. Right. Like, the poor editor has to take out, like, all the, all the, you know, schoolgirl giggling that you and I do when we yeah. make each other. Um, but uh, one thing I do want to mention about, unless you want to wrap up the, uh, 
the the thing with no the, no no keep going because because I was going to make a point after oh okay I well I was going to get off I I wanted to talk about an actual episode of South Park like a newer episode but. so what I what I liked is so it's a duo it's Hall and Oates it's Simon and Garfunkel it's Lennon McCartney however you want to shake it up but it's always been one of those things where eh, it's probably really like when when. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote, you know, and the joke's always been, yeah, it was about 95%, you know, Matt Damon and the 5% of, and Ben Affleck that he typed in the script when Matt passed out from writing 36 hours straight and submitted it, uh, that it's 25% Matt Stone, who's great. You know, that 25% of 25 years of great content from Orgasmo, Book of Mormon, 200 episodes of this show. Team America. Team America, fuck yeah. I mean, all the things that they've done together. So 25% of being that. But it's like nobody really knows. Is it really 75 80% Trey Parker and 25% or is it more 60-40? Is it 55-45? Yeah, Matt Stone made sure you knew. Yeah, it's it's eighty percent. This, this is all Trey, like, and he's like, and he, he's like, yeah, I've been offered, you know, deals or um, where I could direct stuff. I, I, I could not mine. Yeah, I could direct things, and it's like I just don't have that in my DNA. I don't have that that that, that go get that 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 whatever that motivation in him to be like that. Like he could probably get away with like, oh, I could maybe direct a good scene or come up with a funny part or like a, a, there would be like a spark of something there, but really. Most of my creativity is best filtered through through Trey. So, and he, and he's fine with that, and he likes that. And, and everybody in the office, is like, it wasn't at all a shitting on a Matt Stone. It wasn't at all Matt Stone's, like, you know, you know, putting himself down. He's like, you know, it, it was really confident. He, he came across like, oh my god, Matt Stone is a genius and really funny, but Trey Parker is just it, it's something else. He, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's a something else you know it's, it's you know it, it is it's one of those things where if it's a sport you know i mean yeah i mean simon and garfunkel probably would be simon and garfunkel through the 90s if garfunkel realized he's matt stone uh you know it's like yeah i i can play a mean rhythm guitar and maybe you know write one of the next 11 songs off the next 10 right. albums basically and- no egos it's you like it was zero ego on Matt Stone or Trey Parker. And, and what was nice is when the other writers or the other creative people in the office were saying, it's like, yeah, I've worked for other shows. You throw out an idea that's shitty and they're like, oh, that was stupid. Why are you suggesting something? so?" And you feel bad. They make you feel shame. It's like the worst, the worst they'll do is like, yeah, that's uh, that's an idea we'll look at later. You know right. what I mean? They, yeah. they, 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 yeah. You know, but but it's like they was they were almost they were saying it's like you know I feel a little awkward putting cameras in the writers' room because this is a safe room. You can say anything; nothing's off limits. You're not going to offend anybody. You're not going to upset anybody. Absolutely, say we should do an episode that says you know you know you know I don't know you know oh, well, 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 well the the one where Cartman he the, uh, the NCAA is so fucked up because right right the crack baby right right basically like let's have Cartman do a, a basketball league of crack babies because the NCAA is like that with with you know mostly black students they don't get any endorsements they don't get paid you know they, they're making billions of dollars off these kids and, um, and and they and they won't pay to fly your mom to the game right yeah exactly that indignity 
But so, uh, so I, I, it's I, great. It's a great watch. Yeah, I like I like when it gets down to crunch time and Matt uh, with Trey's in his office and he's writing and he goes, "This is the part where it's like, oh, I mean, I, I know I have like two days left and I've I have twenty eight pages and you know in in basically it's a, it's a minute a page, you know, and he's like and he's only like you know two thirds of the way done. You know, <laughs> my, my, my favorite part is so here's Trey Parker saying, so the other night, you know, I just want to blow off steam. I'm going to play a little Xbox and just like, OK, push everything to the side. Just have a little me time. Turn on the Xbox and a commercial comes up this Wednesday at all new South Park. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I can't play. Now I got to go back to work. Right. And the other thing is, is like he. um when Trey's uh, in his office and he like shows off what's in his office and he's like, he's showing off an, an a yet to be unboxed um, Lego Death Star that he wants to like put together. He's just like, I just, when I need to unwind, I just like to be able to follow instructions and be told what to do versus me being the guy telling other people what to do. And then, like, he orders McDonald's, you know, because he just wants to be happy for five minutes, you know, eating those chicken nuggets. I mean, there's literally 200 people in that office from the receptionist to every computer person to the, you know, all waiting for him to come out of his office with, all right, here it is. Have you seen Trey? (laughs) Have you seen Trey? Is Trey around? You know, like, there's that that thing. It's just like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, he's phenomenal. He's a phenom. South Park is going to be great. The one episode this year, I think, is what they're going to churn out because of the pandemic. And it's going to air Thursday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wednesday on Comedy Central and then streaming on Thursday on HBO Max. The documentary is fun to watch. It's really fun. Like you said, it's short. It's only, like, 45 minutes, you said? Yeah. Four minutes. I, for for my pick this week... I didn't mention it at the top of the show, although I wrote it down. I've rewatched Watchmen this week. Uh, Regina King actually won, you know, uh, you know, an Emmy for it, which is great. Uh, we, we've talked about it many times. How, and it was great because when they everybody was home during the Emmys, like you know, everybody was doing their acceptance speeches from their house. Some people were having like you know small gathering parties, like being respectful of COVID, and they're a producer of. Watchmen was wearing a um, Tulsa 2021 shirt, which is the 100th anniversary. We talked about, myself included, how many people were shocked to find out about Black Wall Street then. So I'm really glad. It's it's def- If you haven't seen it, um, you're probably not going to. But even, even, even on another watch, which is my third time through with it. Uh, and, and yes, you start watching the the eight-part series by first watching the Watchmen movie <laughs> uh, from 2010. You don't go back but, and read uh, all the back issues? Well, uh, it, it, Unless it they're burned a, into your memory. It's not a back issue thing, Joe. It's a graphic novel. Oh, my it's God. A what a stupid graphic. idiot I am. Come on, Joe. Do you not listen? <laughs> Noob. Uh, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, given the choice, like I, 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 I'm team Joe all the way, but yeah, uh, it, it is a great show. So, uh, I, but I would, I would love to watch South Park, but there's even some stuff and, and when Joe, when am I going to be in this home without, you know, uh, it's I, just, yeah, uh, you're trying you know. I, I am. I am. But happily trapped. Joe, speaking of be- being trapped in loveless marriages, do you got a parent? <laughs> wait. No, wait, wait. Hold on. What's that? That was the perfect segue, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Five what do you stars. got? Huh? 
What do you got for a parent? I'm sorry, our internet connection is breaking up. I just uh, I got a hardwired connection right now, and I and we are breaking up. So my youngest son was taken back when I told him, "Hey, your pal can come over here. I don't feel okay. You going across the street." That's before we had that incident. He didn't want me to say anything about, you know, the father's language and um, and talking like he's the uh, sixth member of NWA and a white guy. And, and he didn't want me to talk to them about it because he was afraid it would ruin the friendship. Like, oh, if you tell him, stop saying awful things around my son, then they're not going to want his son. Anyways, he was really upset. Um we explained that we can no longer not say things like, like, you know, you know, white privilege is over when it comes to being complicit, not saying something, you know, being complicit is, is bad. Anyways, long story longer. Um, he was upset, but with the arrest of this gentleman this week and the subsequential having to take all their pets literally in a mad dash to get them out of the house before he shows up and get the family safely in a van and off to a, a safe, literally a safe place. And, and, and out of my son is now realizing, oh, oh, maybe, maybe they do know what they're talking about. And we did. We sat him down and we're like, look. You got to trust us. You know, it's like we, we know what we're talking about with this shit. We're not being mean when we say we don't feel comfortable you going over there. So my parenting drift is if your gut tells you something about who your kids should hang out with, you go, go with your gut. You're right. You're, you're, you're going to be right. And if you're not, if you're wrong, the worst thing is, is yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Hey, but by the way, on that same note. That's not why I refuse all your invitations to pool parties. <laughs> it's not a personal thing. It's just I, I hate the water and everything in it. <laughs> hey, I'm in it. <laughs> oh, see what you did there, Joe. I did. Great. All right. Well, that's enough podcasting for now. Woo. Who doggies. All right. Um, well, that's enough out of us. Thanks for listening, I guess. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, baby. Take us out of here, Calgon. What? <laughs> Don't follow us on Facebook. Don't you dare follow us on Twitter. I've yet to cancel the Facebook thing. Oh, man. you know, I just don't even want to log in to, like, eh, whatever. Nobody cares. Eh, why am I talking like Pat? Ew. Remember Pat on Saturday Night Live, Julia Sweeney? Yeah. She confused me for some time. Um, still does. Still does. We got some confusing emotions. There's a lot of stream crossing going on in my brain when I think about the Pat character that I won't get into on this podcast. You'll have to see my uh, other podcast for that kind of conversation. I'm just trying to get some sort of verbal response out of Jacques. This is the dummy up portion. Uh, this is where he shows me his dick. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I didn't know they were green. I, I didn't know that they could be green. Maybe you should get that checked out. That is disturbing, and it should not be burping. I what? I, that's I can't, dude. I mean, this is like an issue. I I wish this was a video podcast so we could show all our friends. Well, now it's dancing with a top hat and cane. Oh my god, that's really cool. Boy, I wish there was audio to go with this because it's singing. And um, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. I think is what it's saying. I can't make it out. I can't make it out because the audio is cut off. But that's it. 
So, what is this? It's the yeah, Dick Grayson. Right, what about it? I don't know. It's a picture of... Oh, you show me a dick pic. <laughs> I get it. It's a dick pic. Duh. Took a, took a while. Anyways, um, enough, enough dick talk. Um, bye, everybody. Have a nice week. If you dare, don't forget. Face It's from a photo of Moses And there's a gun and some roses And that's the Buddha from Rome it's Greek, and then the bottom part's Asia, and roughly translated, it says, white boy, go home. It's bold, brazen, and permanent, it's the deepest of thoughts, and the thinnest of scars. Star